0: Welcome to the Legendary Americans Podcast, where we remember and celebrate great American born men and women who hold true to American ideals and have in themselves become American legends. In a time of cowboys and outlaws, Bob Dozier was once a farmer. He had no reason to turn to crime. He chose the life. He was described as a vicious and clever individual. He involved himself in crimes such as cattle wrestling and robbery. He is also a known killer. For years, Dozier has been hunted by U.S. Marshals operating under Judge Isaac Parker, who had been given jurisdiction over the lawless Indian territory, modern Oklahoma, in which thousands of outlaws have been hiding. By 1878, U.S. Marshal Bass Reeves was hot on Dozier's trail. In December of that year, as the marshal was preparing to camp, a bullet pierced the night air, narrowly missing him. Reeves and his posse men immediately dove for cover. They saw a man in the distance running through the trees and returned fire. More rounds whizzed past the marshal's head. So, in order to stay alive, he dropped to the ground. Dozier began to laugh, thinking he had taken out the marshal and won the fight. The marshal seized the opportunity, jumped up, and ordered Dozier to drop his gun. Dozier dropped to his knees and raised his rifle, only to receive a bullet to the neck, ending his crime spree. Bass Reeves was born to slave parents in 1838. Bass took the surname of his owner, William Reeves, a common practice at the time for slaves. His home was a plantation in Crawford County, Arkansas. He worked alongside his parents, eventually becoming a field hand. In 1846, William Reeves moved everything to Grayson County, Texas. William's son, George, grew a liking to Bass and made Bass his personal bodyguard and companion. When the Civil War broke out, George was called to fight for the Confederacy, he took Bass with him. During this time, Bass fled the company of George, and he took refuge with Seminole, Cherokee, and Creek Indians. He learned everything he could from them, including their customs and languages. He practiced firearms and became a quick draw and a straight shooter. After being freed in 1863 by the Emancipation Proclamation, he bought land in Van Buren, Arkansas. He eventually married and had ten children, five boys and five girls. Bass made a happy life for himself and his family. In 1875, Isaac Parker was appointed judge of the Federal Western District Court and requested 200 new U.S. deputy marshals to be hired to tackle the growing number of outlaws hiding in the Indian Territory. Bass Reeves was recruited for his vast knowledge of the area and Indian languages. They would be tasked with cleaning up and bringing in outlaws alive or dead. Bass quickly became a model lawman. He brought with himself a very limited party consisting of himself, a wagon, a cook, and a Native American posse man. They would ride from Fort Smith to cover 75,000 square miles of untamed land. Bass could not read or write. He would have someone read him the arrest warrants, and he would memorize them. Despite this, he always got his man. Bass was also a master of disguise. He often appeared as a cowboy, farmer, or outlaw. His trips into Indian Territory took several months. He would leave with a handful of warrants and return with a collection of outlaws. Bass was a just and moral man. He believed in the law and strove to take those responsible for breaking it to justice. On one occasion, he said, Maybe the law ain't perfect, but it's the only one we got. And without it, we got nothing. Tales of his captures are legendary. On one occasion, Reeves was pursuing two outlaws in the Red River Valley near the Texas border. The two men he was hunting were thought to be living at their mother's house. Bass decided that he would disguise himself as a tramp and knock on the door. He told the tale to a woman who had answered the door, that he had been chased by a posse. The woman told him of her two outlaw sons. Reeves was then invited to stay the night. Before long, the two men Reeves was looking for arrived at the house. All three men were put in the same room. Reeves watched the pair carefully as they drifted off to sleep, and when they were snoring deeply, he handcuffed the pair without waking them. Then he kicked them awake and marched them out the door. In 1887, Reeves shot and killed a posse cook while at camp he turned himself in and faced trial the trial was presided over by none other than judge parker reeves defense was that of self-defense by the end of the trial he was acquitted on the account that he was a moral and just man and for having the reputation of being a good u.s marshal after the acquittal He resumed his normal duties. In 1902, Bass's son murdered his wife in cold blood. A warrant was written and Benny, his son, was on the run. The warrant sat for two days because other deputies were reluctant to take it. Reeves volunteered to bring his son to justice. Two weeks after setting off, he had tracked and located Benny. Eventually returned him to face trial. Benny was convicted and sentenced to life. Bass worked as a U.S. Deputy Marshal until 1907, when the Indian Territory became the great state of Oklahoma. Bass Reeves died in 1910. He was buried in Oklahoma, though his true grave site is not known. He left a legacy of doing the right thing even when in the most difficult situations. In his 35 years of service, he made 3,000 arrests. He killed some 14 men. Though Bass had been in many gunfights, he was never shot. His obituary in the 21st of January, 1910 issue of the Muldron Press, an Oklahoma newspaper, reads, He killed 14 men. But nothing more could be said of him than that he did his duty. And the federal officers and ex-federal officers in eastern Oklahoma mourn the death of old Bass Reeves, which occurred last Tuesday. No history of frontier pay in Indian territory would be complete with no mention of Bass Reeves and no tale of the old days of hell on the border will be told without the old deputy marshal as a prominent character. Some believe that Bass Reeves is the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. Bass Reeves deserves to be remembered for his great moral character and his duty to the law. And as a legendary American. Thank you for listening to the Legendary Americans podcast. Subscribe for more episodes.